Welcome, everybody. We're back to the West Coast Preps podcast once again. I can't believe we're already halfway through the football season and it's already October. It feels like the fall. And league play is here. I'm Chris Jackson, joined here by Noah Glosson. We've got a lot of fun stuff in store. We've got a big game of the week this week. St. Mary's from Berkeley hosts Kennedy of Richmond's two unbeaten teams Saturday at 1 p.m. That voting finished last night. We're going to get into that league, too, the Tri-County. That league has some really good teams. You've actually got three unbeaten teams at 5-0. Kennedy's 5-0. St. Mary's is 5-0. St. Patrick, St. Vincent's 5-0. So, Noah, first off for you, what do you like about these this league and some of these teams so far? And what have you thought about this league, I guess, through non-league play in the first half of the season? I like what St. Patrick, St. Vincent's got for sure. They have a lot of offensive um capabilities big play capabilities they have a good quarterback in Wyatt Smith he's thrown over 16 touchdowns this season he threw six against the defending state champion Salesian I they put a looking on Salesian uh, beat him by 36 and they're going to play um, um, St. Mary's towards the end of the season and they're going to play Kennedy in a couple of weeks that game is very soon that's going to be really fun and for this matchup this um, Saturday with Kennedy and St. Mary's going to be really close uh, St. Mary's and Kennedy are both 5-0, and well-coached programs. But I have to give St. Mary's the edge, given what they've got. Uh, they've had some impressive wins, so I'll go lean towards the Panthers. Yeah, we're going to get into some of those game predictions here towards the end of the podcast. We've actually got a new fun segment, to over-unders. We're going to start bringing this every week. We've got some fun stuff for you there. First off, let's go to those two teams that play Saturday. Kennedy, Richmond first. They're 5-0. and They went to an NCS championship a few years ago under Greg Marshall. He's got this program rolling. What have you thought about Kennedy so far through this 5-0 and start? I think it's really a testament to how much they've grown and how good of a program they've they brought 29 passes. It would shut down my uh, – Greg Marshall, sorry about that. Uh, Greg Marshall uh, is, as a coach – um, he's a very good coach. Uh, they went, you know, 0-10 last year, faced so much adversity on and off the field. But what he's doing right now is really impressive um, with the culture that he's building. I'm really impressed with what Kennedy of Richmond's got. Yeah, me too. They, they're doing really well this season. They've outscored opponents 144-24, to 24, and they've got great players up and down the roster. Kyrie Parker, he leads their team in rushing over 12 yards per carry, a star on defense. DeAndre Prim, over 35 yards per catch, two interceptions. Daniel Acosta is another player with 26 yards per catch, two interceptions. They're hitting big plays as a team, too, because they've got 23.8 yards per catch. And then on defense, too, you've got these guys, Kenny Evans Jr., 25-plus tackles. Rob Williams is getting plays left and right, 20-plus tackles. A-plus tackles for loss, five-plus sacks. Alvante Gallon has been a star. He's definitely a college prospect. He's got over 20 tackles now. Kennedy coming in with a lot of momentum at St. Mary's on Saturday, but so is St. Mary's as well with that 5-0 and record under its new coach, John Trotman. Easily. And this is going to be a really good battle and see, I think, who can really be a front runner in this, uh, this Stone League Um you, know, you have St. Patrick, St. Vincent with all the offensive capabilities they have. But then you have two well-coached programs in, in Kennedy of Richmond and in St. Mary's. They've both got good playabilities, well-coached. They can both uh, operate well on the run, and they have some good receivers. And they've got some great defensive prospects, too. Kyle Gorey, I know you've uh, wondered where the offers are for him. He deserves to play at the next level. And other athletes for St. Mary's, 
of Berkeley. And then there's DeAndre Prin, there's Alvante Gallon. Although some guys who deserve to have a shot at the next level too for Richmond or Kennedy. Yeah, they do. Yeah, St. Mary's, a, I'm glad you mentioned Kyle Gorey. He's a star on both sides of the ball. He'll get you big carries. He's tough and he's a great linebacker as well. He's definitely someone that's going to play college football at a high level. You've got you've got guys everywhere too. Malachi Young's a really good player. Austin Vogel just keeps getting better and better. Logan Tanisaki had a really great first game against Deer Valley. He's a good athlete. That's up and coming. Still kind of new to football too, which is scary. And they've also outscored opponents 167 to 29. So both these teams have a lot of momentum. This is the game of the week, 1 p.m. Saturday at St. Mary's in Berkeley. This is going to be a fun one to open up league play. But then St. Patrick, St. Vincent's another team to keep an eye on. They just put up 50 points on Salesian and defending state champion rolled in that one, 50 to 14. They've scored 50 plus points three times. They even put up 62 against Factable Christian in non-league play. Oh, 100%. This is a very scary uh, St. Patrick, St. Vincent team. And I think they're personally the front runner based on what happened uh, at Salesian uh, last Saturday. Uh, with all that talent they got, Wyatt Smith is a great quarterback. Uh, they can really, you know, make big plays. He's one of the more underrated quarterbacks. I think he has over 16 touchdown passes. He threw six against Salesian as they put up 50 points en route to a route, uh, a 36-point route. But I got to think that this matchup here on Saturday in Berkeley is going to decide it could really give us a good indication of where these teams are and how good they're going to be um, towards the end of the year. Yeah, the way they're all playing, it's going to be a fun, I guess, three-horse race to decide this thing. It wouldn't shock me if some of these teams beat up on each other too and a league champion emerges with one loss with how good they are. And Wyatt Smith, unbelievable season over 16 touchdowns over 1100 yards through five games also lead to the team in rushing then they've got a really young and emerging receiving court all under classmen you've got a junior josiah jones is averaging 24 yards a catch a sophomore and bo smith over 28 yards per catch and judge nash only a freshman over 25 yards per catch this season so there's a lot of athletes and playmakers on the st patrick st vincent team too and what they did to Salesian, a defending state champion, always a well-run program, always kind of beats you up front. What St. Pat's did in that game, that was definitely one of those statement wins, I think you could say. Easily. Um, and that just proves their legitimacy in that division with the Tri-County, uh, within the Tri-County Stone League, that three-horse that three horse race for the top, the, uh, the crown. Um, I think it's going to be St. Patrick, St. Vincent, and either two or three is going to be uh, what decided this Saturday out in Berkeley. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one to watch. Check that all out, westcoastpreps.com or Twitter. You already know it's all going to be on there, westcoastpreps underscore. Now we've got some big games again. It's league play is pretty much starting up everywhere. We had some fun stuff last week, right? Half Moon Bay beating Menlo Atherton. Yes, five-star Jerry on Dickey was out of that game, but it's not like NBA was a bad team without Jerry on either. They were probably a team I even slept on going into this season. Half Moon Bay comes in with a great resume so far. They're unbeaten. They're playing Sacred Heart Prep, a team that has not lost since that one point loss to Sacred Heart Cathedral. Put the running clock on Reardon, beat Los Gatos on a game-winning field goal. How do you see that one going between these two programs? Half Moon Bay can be a really tricky team to match up with uh, offensively, and that's going to be a really good test for Sacred Heart Prep's defense, but I'm just blown away with the Sacred Heart Prep leadership. Shea O'Kelly, it doesn't matter where he is on the field, he's going to make a play. 
it doesn't matter if he's on the opposite end of the field. He will find a way to get to the ball. Uh, that's why he had 191 tackles last year. Already has 50 tackles, I believe, 10 tackles for a loss so far. Uh, Carter Shaw um, is a great other defensive prospect. Then you've got guys like Andrew Latu, who's a great running back. Mitchell Taylor is a great quarterback. And their pieces clicked really well against Reardon, against Los Gatos. They held them to combined 14 points, two very prolific offenses, held down is a testament to Sigurd Prep. But I think Sigurd Prep, with all they've got, that defense, that rising offense, I think they're going to take him down and they're going to uh, kick off uh, league play, PAL league play with a win. Yeah, I, I like what Half Moon Bay has got. PJ Modena is a really good running back. The Ilocitos making some big plays. They've got. Just one of those things in that program, they always got new guys step up, great leaders, will coach. But I like Sacred Heart Prep, especially what they've done, what they've got up front. And Mitchell Taylor keeps growing as a quarterback. Andrew Lazzi, like you said, Luke Maxwell's been a great two-way player. Alicia Buffington keeps coming into his own along the edge. RJ Stevens, Carter Shaw, all these different guys. I think it's going to be a close one, but I'm with you. I like Sacred Heart Prep in this one. Now, how about tonight? We've got a fun one tonight. Two unbeaten teams in Gilroy. Christopher against Lincoln. Ooh, that's a very uh, tough matchup. Uh, they uh, Christopher won 20 nothing in the Severance Bowl versus Gilroy. They're going to face a tough Lincoln team. They beat up on Branham. I think all of us, uh, you, me, and Greg, were all shocked by that result. But that's just a testament to how good of a team that Lincoln is. They've got some good talent. They have a quarterback who has over 800 yards. They have a good running back in Espinoza. He has eight touchdowns. And Phillips is another great running back. Um, Tayden Phillips, he has nine touchdowns. Uh, Lincoln has talent. Um, and it's going to be a close one. Uh, I got to go with Christopher, though, uh, given all the momentum they have. They have a good defense. And they, I think they are going to take this one by a very close margin. I'm going to go Lincoln in this one. After what they did to Bram, it was I – I don't know if any of us kind of saw it going the way that did sure we could have seen Lincoln winning that but winning like they did against Brandon kind of a statement there right away one of over 30 points kind of in that first half I like Lincoln it's going to be a close one though too I love Tatum Phillips he's got Kyan Phillips too a freshman is just really bursting onto the scene I think Lincoln gets it done on the road but it's not going to be easy and then another one we've got to look to as well I'm just going to make quick notes here, though. We're going to go into the St. Mary Stockton De La Salle game. Once it comes to the over-under, same with McClyman, San Ramon Valley as well, because we've got some over-unders on these games. But San Leandro against James Logan, a really fun one at Burrell Field on Friday night. We'll have our own Lucia Coons at that game at San Leandro. James Logan, a ranked team traveling to San Leandro. What are your thoughts on this game? Who comes out on top? Uh, there are two losses to work to quality teams in Cal and Marine Catholic. They beat Monta Vista, lost Lomas. They beat Heritage. I think uh, James Logan takes it overall. What they, what they did a couple weeks ago to Heritage was really impressive, holding Devon Rivers to under 100 yards uh, after having four straight games of over 200 yards is really impressive. Uh, San Leandro, you know, I like their history in recent years, but I just – and they've – uh, granted, they played some tough teams like Camp Alindo, uh, Cardinal Newman, and Bellarmine, but uh, James Logan, I think, has a lot of power, so I think they're going to take this one. No, I'm with you, too. I'm going to go James Logan. I love the resume. I love what this coaching staff's building. It feels like James Logan's really coming back, right? Last year, they win league, had really a route of Bishop out there late in the season to secure at least a share of that league title. This coaching staff's got going there, building James Logan football back up to – 
kind of what it's been in the past, right? And then the next one, East Bay Athletic League, Mountain Play opens up. Cal, doing what Cal does under Danny Calcano, Monta Vista, first year head coach Johnny Millard. Struggled out of the gate, some adversity, but they're young. 17 junior starters, a couple of sophomore starters. Where are you seeing this one? Because the last couple of years these two teams have played, it's it's been some good games. Yeah, for sure. Last year in the regular season, it was really close, but then uh, Cal broke away in the playoffs last year and had a route of them in the opening round of the uh, Division One playoffs. I got to go with Cal, though. I like Danny Calcagno, um, what he's done operating in that spread offense from that heavy run eye formation. It's really um, it's really worked out. He's had some great receivers, his son, Jake Calcagno, great quarterback in Teddy Boras, and two different Boras and Calcagnos are now on the field, and they're playing well. Uh, Devin loves a great running back. I think uh, Vista is still finding those pieces, especially with those uh, young guys that great senior class graduated last year so i'm gonna lean towards cal yeah it's tough too some of these young guys have learned what is it three different systems in three years because you had matt rusty a couple of years ago then cj anderson for a year now coaching at rice it looks like he's coming back out here to recruit a little bit and then now it's johnny millard so they're still learning but they've got some transfers that are now eligible this week julian mcmahon moves over from Moreau Catholic. He's a set of that 2025 class. Kellen Ford, a really, really good tight end from San Ramon Valley, moved over. This should make it interesting. Monovis is going to just keep going up. I think once the end of the year hits, they'll be a lot more dangerous. I think they're going to start finding their stride here soon. We've mentioned their culture, but I like Cal. I really like what they've got going. Some of these younger brothers, too. You always know younger brothers are going to be tough because I'm sure they were kind of Beaten up and all that by Teddy Boris, by Jay Calcagno, growing up with how good those kids were. I like Cal High in this one. It's going to be a fun one, but I like Cal coming out on top. And then 707, American Canyon. So close to beating Livermore Vintage. A tough loss last week to Petaluma, but that's always a powerhouse in that region. American Canyon hosts in this one. Where are you seeing this one go? This is a really tough one. Uh, I it does seem like for the last couple of years that Vintage had that, you know, stranglehold on the Vine Valley Athletic League and Petaluma shocked them with a two-point victory. Uh, they've been battle-tested. They've played teams like Antioch, Heritage, and many others. Uh, I got to go with Vintage. So I think they're going to rebound and they're going to find their stride. If they can uh, correctly find their stride and correct the mistakes they made last week against Petaluma, then I think they could definitely come out on top and definitely still compete for that uh, top spot in the VVAL. I'm going to go American Canyon. I like what they've got going. I think they're really, they're another program. that just seems like they keep getting better and better. Could have been the argument. They almost could have beat Livermore, but just tough way to end that game. American Canyon, though, I think gets it done in a close one. The next one, we're going to go out to Sonoma County. Now these two teams, Montgomery's growing. Cardinal Newman's starting to get better and better again under Richard Sanchez. Who wins this game between these two Santa Rosa schools? It's going to be close, but I got to go with uh, Cardinal Newman. Uh, they have uh, good talent. They got Steverson. They got Acevedo. I know Acevedo has been in and out of injuries, but I like what Cardinal Newman's got. They have a great tradition up there in Sonoma County. They played the same areas of Stockton really tough um, last a couple of weeks ago. Uh, beat Danza, beat Vintage, and had a tough loss to uh, Backville. But I like what they've got, and I got to go with Cardinal Newman. You know, I'm going to go Montgomery in this one. I like what Montgomery's got going. I think they're another team that's kind of growing. They're getting more and more athletes. 
I'm going to go Montgomery, though. This is not going to be easy. It would not shock me if Carter Newman finds a way to win and even maybe win big, but I'm just going to go Montgomery to win this one. Now the WCAL. We're going to go a couple of WCAL matchups here back-to-back. First, St. Ignatius versus Valley Christian. Now these teams are obviously rebuilding. Valley Christian lost Jerry on Dickey in the offseason, but they've got Jonathan Kraft, Kai Hamilton. They're still finding their ways um, as a quarterback and receiver duo. Uh, two one and four teams, but don't be fooled by that record. They played some tough, tough competition um, over these past um, uh, five, six weeks. I got to go with Valley Christian, though. Uh, very, very close game, probably low scoring on the lower end of the scoring, uh, just because I still like what they've got, Mike Machado. And they found ways to win the past voucher on Dickey when he was a freshman. His production was nowhere near uh, where it was um, in years past. They won a league title, a shared league title with SI and uh, Sarah, but so yeah, I gotta go with Valley Christian. I'm gonna go say Ignatius. It seems like we're going kind of opposites on a lot of these recent picks. Valley Christian's had injuries to its quarterback situation, and say Ignatius, too. Soren Hummel, I loved what he showed last week. I know Ethan Castle mentioned it on our Twitter space last Friday. They've got a lot of different quarterbacks coming up through the SI program. I think St. Ignatius does pull away in another tight one there. And then how about Archbishop Midi versus Archbishop Reardon. Uh, Midi is a, um, you know, with what they've done, they played against Sarah. Um, obviously, they lost Sarah. It's just a powerhouse, the class of NorCal, um, the class of the region. I got to go with Midi. Um, Will Towers is a great quarterback. They've got some good prospects. I claim my McKenna commit. They've got a Sacramento State commit. And like as Coach A. Ray said from Bellarmine, watched them in the offseason, they are buying into it. They like the culture there. They, they're having fun. And that's really contributed. Coach Sullivan's doing a great job down there. He's easily a contender for Coach of the Year after a one and nine campaign last season. Um, Reardon, of course, I can't count them out. They've had some injuries and they've uh, struggled with penalties, but uh, Mitchell's a good quarterback and they've got weapons and they're growing up there. Dear Ravapati, great coach. Um, and he's building something out there. But Mitty, I think, with what they've got, they've got special things right now happening down there. So I got to go with them. I love what Mitty's got, too. Reardon's a little banged up, some injuries. I know Dan O'Keefe's been out on it. He posted on Instagram dealing with some pneumonia. Hopefully he's back soon in that one. I like Mitty, though. Very, very good senior leadership this year. I think, I think Mitty wins another tight game, too. It seems like this week. There's going to be a lot of tight games up and down the board. That's why some of these over-unders you're going to see soon are going to be really, really close spreads that we've got. And then Northgate against Miramonte. Northgate unbeaten Miramonte. Only one loss, but that was the Oaktail. That's always a strong program in the Valley. How does this one go? I think it's really going to be about how they uh, pass the ball around. Uh, Luke Duncan likes to air the ball out. Strong arm, good size, good reads, good vision. Uh, he has all the makings of the Power 5 quarterback committed to UCLA. I got to go with uh, Maramani uh, just because um, of what Luke Duncan's got. They have so many different offensive weapons to utilize. Northgate, no disrespect to them. Emmanuel uh, Emilio Pucci is a good prospect, but I like uh, what Maramani has too much. Yeah, I'm with you. I love Miramonti's team this year. Luke Duncan's going to put up a big game. I've got Miramonti winning this one. Now, Salesian, does it get back on track against Panola Valley, a team that it beat last season? I think it's going to be tough, but I think Pinole Valley takes it. Uh, Pinole Valley, I know they, um, they're they two and two, but they've played some very tough, some relatively tough competition like Annalee. They got crushed by Annalee, but Annalee is a really good program up there in the North Bay. I got to go with uh, Pinole Valley by a slight, slight margin. 
I'm going to go Salesian by a slight, slight margin. I, I think they're going to get a lot better. They're going to learn from that St. Patrick's Saints game. I think Chad Nightingale is going to write the ship in this one. And now Marin County, a game that was so close to winning game of the week, Redwood at home Saturday afternoon against San Marin. Uh, San Marin, uh, Dominic Ingrassia is developing as a quarterback quite nicely. They've got some good receivers, Timmel uh, and Quincy along with others. And they have um, some good line play, uh, good defensive players. Uh, I got to go with uh, San Marin. They were so close to a five-minute record um, to knocking off Akalani's in that uh, opener that you were at. But I think they're going to continue their fight, their winning streak and extend to five. Yeah, I like what San Marin's got to. They, they're really coming together as a team. This is a team where even when I was at practice in August, they said, we're only going to get better. We're definitely going to be a lot better week 10 than week one. I know a lot of teams hope they can do that. San Marin, I definitely know will do that. I think San Marin wins a great game on the road there in Larkspur. Now the game of the week, St. Mary's Berkeley home against Kennedy from Richmond in these two unbeaten teams. It's going to be a really close game come down to the wire. I got to give St. Uh, Mary's the edge, though, with uh, what they've done so far. Uh, they've had some good wins. They've fought hard. Uh, Kyle Gorey is a great athlete, and they're figuring it out up there. Uh, no disrespect to Greg Marshall and his staff. They're doing a great job out there in Richmond. Um, Alvante Gallen, uh, DeAndre Prim, and some of the other guys. I just think St. Mary's is just has too much power in them to uh, let this game slip away from them. You know, I see you and Greg picked St. Mary's. I'm going to go the opposite and pick Kennedy. Someone's got to pick them. I like, I like what Kennedy's got going with Greg Marshall. It's hard for me to pick against that guy and Alvante Yowen and those kids in those kids there. But, but it's going to be another close game. I won't be surprised if this thing gets decided in those final few minutes. Now it's time for our first ever over unders and spread segment. We've got multiple different spreads we've got we've got i'm counting one two three four five different overrunners we're going to go into as you've all probably seen we've got these catapult vests that we put on players pretty much every single week one of the players that's going to have it on this week mcclimans against sanderbone valley jv on thomas nicknamed the j you just saw jv on for the first time i'm setting the over under at 22 and a half miles per hour in that catapult vest tomorrow is he going faster? Is he going slower? Um, I think he's going to go over if he finds a big play, 50-plus yards, breaks free. We, you saw him do that against Bellerman. I saw him doing it against Pitt. Uh, I think he's going to go over. Me too. I, I think Javion hits 23 miles per hour. He just gets that one big play. He, he just cuts the outside, goes down the sideline, boom. He, it's That almost seems like an easy 23 miles per hour with the way that kid runs. The next one? The same game, Luke Baker, 250 passing yards. Just for context, he's, for context, he's averaging 299.4 passing yards per game. But Clemens, though, did hold Jaden Rashada last week to 227 yards, picked off two passes. Obviously, it really wasn't Jaden's fault when you look at film and all that stuff, just tough breaks. But is Luke Baker going for over 250, or is he going to be just below 250 against this really good McClellan's defense? I think he's going to be slightly under 250. Um, of course, I hope he proves me wrong, of course. I uh, just – I'd like to see them succeed. But um, uh, this McClellan's defense is really something else with, you know, Tayshawn Clayton, J.V. on Thomas, too. He plays uh, in that secondary. Uh, Tony Hamilton is a great defensive back, too. 
they've got some good uh, players in the secondary, and they really uh, locked down Rashada a lot. They're putting pressure on him defensively, picked him off twice. Tony Hamilton had two great picks. So I got to go with under 250 for Baker. I'm feeling fireworks in this one. I'm going to go a little bit over. I'm thinking Luke Baker gets 260, 265 in a good game there. McClyman's. Oh, before I move on to the next over-under, who wins that game? McClyman's or San Ramon Valley? It's hard for me to pick against McClyman's unless, you know, they're playing Pitt. So I'm going to go Mac. Yeah, I'm going McClyman's too. That's going to be a fun game. San Ramon Valley is rolling right now. They look like the early favorite in that side of the EBAL. Though I'm going McClyman's. And now Sarah... Bellerman, Sarah minus 17 versus Bellerman. Sarah won 41 to nothing last year. They winning by more than 17, less than 17. Heck, does Bellerman even take the points and everything else? I think Sarah wins by over 17 points. Um, like Greg said, Greg said it best in the most respectful way possible. He's getting bored of them. Um, he's uh, they're just so amazing. They're like, they do what they do. Uh, they beat up on Mitty um, by over four touchdowns. Mellow. Milwaukee Smith is a great quarterback. Danny Neu, Jabari Mann, Joseph A. hits, and he hits hard. Um, I love what Bellarmine's got with Ben Pfaff. Uh, Reels is a great defensive lineman. He might honestly be a contender for uh, defensive player of the year for West Coast Preps. Um, it's going to be a good game, but I think Bellarmine, while they make it interesting, I think Sarah pulls away late and wins by over 17. Yeah, I was talking with Bellarmine's coaches, and they were saying the Sarah defense on film was one of the best defenses they've really had the game plan for. I love what Bellarmine's got, but Sarah take the points. It's hard for me to not pick in Sarah's favor. I can't pick against that program right now. That That's a well-oiled machine like we've definitely made clear on Twitter spaces and everything else. Then the next one. De La Salle at St. Mary's. De La Salle minus 2.5 on the road. It's always close when these two teams play, except last year De La Salle didn't win big, but the year before it was a one-score game. St. Mary's, though, is 6-0, outscored opponents by 210 points, and they also beat Central Catholic Modesto 47-7. Oh, that's going to be really interesting. If they play like they did, that's going to be a hard matchup. I know that uh, Sarah beat them uh, by 12 points. They had some trouble with uh, Central Catholic early on the season. Uh, Sarah beat De La Salle. Uh, it's going to be a very close matchup. I got to go with under the – I think St. Mary's does take the very slight victory in this one. Um, no respect to De La Salle, but I think this is going to be their third uh, North Cal loss this year. I'm going De La Salle. De La Salle is going to win this game by a field goal and just cover that spread on the road. Hard for me to see De La Salle win three league games. I, I think this is a time they bounce back and start to make some statements and really get that ball rolling like Spartans football. And then the last over-under, Clayton Valley minus 1.5 at Amador Valley. Clayton Valley won last year in a close one, 21-17. This year, though, it's in Pleasanton, and both these teams are ranked in the Bay Area football rankings. I got to go with uh, Clayton Valley uh, with the last week versus Jesuit. It was really impressive. They did have some tough losses, Turlock, um, Del Oro, and Salinas. Uh, a lot of those teams are undefeated. They had a combined 15-3 record. Turlock is 3-3, three three, but they play in a tough side of the – in Stanislaus County. Uh, they lost by two. I got to go with Clayton Valley in this one. They face so much adversity, especially facing teams like you know, Salinas with the athletes they got. Uh, Del Oro is really good, too. They're 6-0. I got to go with Clayton Valley over um, 1.5-point victory. 
Yeah, this is going to be another field goal game, the way these two teams play. Amador Valley is going to pound it on the ground. Clayton Valley's passing the ball more than you're used to. You're going to see a lot more pass plays and some stuff in the box score than probably years past with what they've done. Clayton Valley's going to win a close one, though. That's another one of those kind of gimme games in either direction in Pleasanton. But Amador Valley's coming. They're going to have a strong season there under Danny Jones. And now that wraps it up for this edition of the West Coast Preps Podcast. Thanks again to Noah Glossa, Noah Glossin, always for coming on and always for all the hard work he's got. Noah, where are you going to be tomorrow night? Uh, it's probably going to be uh, – I'll probably be in Clayton Valley and um, uh, Amador Valley for that big game out there in Pleasanton. It's going to be good atmosphere, two good teams facing off, so it should be fun. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. And then tonight I'll be at Christopher against Lincoln out there in Gilroy. Tomorrow night in the Climbins against San Ramon Valley. And on Saturday I will be at St. Mary's Berkeley against Kennedy of Richmond. But everybody take care. Stay safe. Be sure to follow us on social media, West Coast Preps underscore. Subscribe to all of our channels and follow all of our work at westcoastpreps.com.